And then the other guy, um, he was actually kind of cool. He, uh, like, at one point, he had, like, a podcast mic. Like, you know those podcast mics that you hang from places? Yeah. And, like, they have the, 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 he had one of those. And I'm like, do you do pod? He's like, no, I record music. And I'm like, that's cool. That is cool. But, like, in the middle of our conversation, he picked up his drink and it was in a beaker. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a beaker beaker that's great he's like yeah every time i do like one of these like uh you know roulette like like you know speed dating things like i, I do a beaker so i can free people out and i'm like i'm not freaked out i think that's kind of awesome i'm like if you i mean i hope you wash the damn beaker obviously like you didn't <laughs> take it from a job like your job or something and yeah. it's not contaminated and you're not gonna die that would be great but i'm like if that's that's what you want to do that's what you want to do oh my god so it was it was funny and it was interesting and i i obviously i killed it because i'm a charming motherfucker um thanks um um so yeah that was my new year's eve i saw part of your new year's eve you popped fireworks with your yeah i mean before that i actually hanged out with one of my co-workers who I'm pretty friendly with because she invited me over to her place. I'm thinking, well, since she came over my place for Halloween, I'm going to try my best to go to hers. Mm-hmm. I met her best friend. So I'm thinking you probably meet her. And she recently got engaged with her boyfriend, George. And he's usually a pretty shy guy, but him coming out, playing video games with Quentin. So he really opened up and we actually joked. Um, we played more Truth or Drink. Uh, uh, I bought the I bought the the game today with oh. the with the what up fam pack <laughs> like oh, yeah. that. I can't wait to play it with my family and embarrass them. <laughs> I can play with my siblings because Quentin really hate. He said the personal questions he's just gonna drink. <laughs> like, you will get Quentin drunk. So I'm thinking I love to play with Lydia and maybe other people i think it's gonna be hilarious like which one of us is the most successful tw- uh and which one of us is the fuck up or if you can re- be reborn as another family member of the family who would it be i'm thinking i don't know maybe i'll probably do maybe quentin maybe be the baby of the family this time i if i was gonna be reborn as another like an immediate member of my i probably i want to know what it would be like to just walk around as a man that looked like that like i just like i'm just curious like (laughs) like i'm curious you know what would be ideal situation is is if i could like possess his body like like if my spirit just possess his body for like like a i don't know like maybe a weekend or something and that way i could get him an actual good date like and maybe he'll stay with her i don't know i'm just oh, trying to him out yeah because yeah. one thing because we were playing also the sin pack and they say what's one illegal act that you're really proud of uh-huh. and her best friend um she calls herself cat i forgot what her other uh, natalie uh she said uh she tore up her mom's husband's car and like put other shit in it and she's proud of it because she absolutely hates that man i'm thinking god damn this is my brand that's wow like i could never i i don't have any wild fun answers like that i don't know i mean the only petty thing was giving like uh petty it's not really illegal i guess i'm thinking like Give browns and pan thinking you're wild i need some wildness in my life right and like, she used to work in a sex shop and uh 
So yeah, she took uh, her friend Diana, who never been to one, explained to her what everything like. Oh, this is a blood plug. This is like a penis sleeve. This is everything, and she like freaked out. So I'm thinking, <gasps> she's looking for an outrageous like sex store. So if you know any, that'll be pretty sweet. <laughs> cool, I love it. Like I forgot that like Adam and Eve is right down the street. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm right down the street, like to Adam and Eve. Like I thought about that, I was like, "Oh man, there." I don't know where the nearest Cindy's is, but there's an Adam and Eve right down the street. I like. I- Pretty sure I'll find some interesting local sex shops, and I'll, it'll be really fun. <laughs> like, oh my! Oh, I shouldn't have told people. Like, oh, it's too late. Uh, maybe I'll edit that part out. Hello, welcome to Confrontational Millennial. I'm Nikki Alley. I'm Belle Mars. Um, it's the third day of the year. By the time this comes out, it'll be the fourth day of the year. But it's the third day of the year. We're all still alive. There's 17 days left until that jackass is no longer president. Um, yeah. And I'm absolutely in love with the twisted T memes. Keep it coming. When you I <laughs> still waiting for my stimulus check, so I'm thinking probably take a twisted T to Mitch McConnell. And I'm pretty sure I admitted that, so the FBI might be after us. Listen, we we had a whole conversation about this on Facebook Messenger, which we know has been tapped by the <laughs> by the authorities. Like we were like, if we don't get our stimulus check by Monday, I guess we're just gonna have to go to Mitch McConnell's house and box him. Like and by bo- I mean I'll box him and Belle Mars will be lookout because I don't want her to get in trouble. And then she can escape and I'll use my ambiguity, my racial ambiguity for good and trick the police into thinking that I'm not black and <laughs> maybe I'll be able to escape with white tears. I can probably pretend to be Candace Owens. There you <laughs> so go. It'll be a foolproof plan. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, anyway, we I mean we were kind of just talking about this, but like how was your New Year's? What did you eat? I asked every single man on like on my speed dating app like right before we left i was like really quick what are you eating for new year's eve (laughs) and they were all like oh that's such a good question and a lot of them had boring answers except this one guy who is from louisiana and he said he was eating cabbage and and black eyed peas and i'm like you're doing it right sir you're doing it right (laughs) well i'm gonna eat some black eyed peas later this week (laughs) Mm. hopefully i didn't screw up the juju but all i did is i actually ate uh some quesadillas so and also some alcohol and some alcohol that sounds like a fun time regardless um we had new year's day we had red beans and rice um which i'm like i I don't think there's any significance tied to that but i like red beans and rice so i don't really care um and then what do we do? We all got together on New Year's Day, um, except my the middle brother. The middle brother did not come because in his words, like, we need to plan shit better. And I was like, <laughs> I was not the one who planned that your mother planned this. So that was that was our new year's day um i kind of started i don't really have resolutions and we're gonna talk about this in a second guys but i don't really have any resolutions this year i was just like i'm gonna try my best 
to be better it's such so broad and we kind of talked about what we wanted to do before the year ended but I kind of started I went to the gym downstairs this morning I almost had an aneurysm because there was a very good looking black man down there when I first went down there I could see him through the windows and but I forgot my keys like I needed a key fob to be able to get in there or so I had to go back upstairs to get the keys and come back down and by the time I came back down he was gone and I was like thank god I don't want to have this, this fine ass looking man possibly looking at me at any point while I like in like the gym like <laughs> so I did I worked out this morning only one other person some white girl came in there at some point but I literally I was done by the time really by the time she came in here and she did not care about me and so I left but that was that was my morning and then I fucked it up by having chips and queso uh as a snack half a bag of (laughs) chips and queso is not a snack I didn't have lunch that's what I had for lunch not a lunch everyone I'm here to tell you it's not a lunch don't eat it (laughs) just have not yeah, like have an actual fucking lunch. Um, and, but yeah, and so then, but I and then I had red beans. But I had I tried. I had oatmeal and blueberries when I came back. I tried to be fucking good, but I then I got hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was bad yesterday because I had Popeyes and mm. Cheez Its. I took some work. <laughs> <laughs> but today I actually was pretty good. I actually had a full breakfast with like bacon, eggs, mm-hmm. sausage, right. and uh, a pumpkin spice bagel. A pumpkin so, spice bagel, okay. Yeah, I mean, and I put cream cheese on it. And I also just ate another cream cheese, but it was a blueberry bagel this time. Mm-hmm. And I've been drinking a lot more water. And I'm trying to get into the way kind of like waking up early to work out. Because um, many times I just drag and zombie myself out of my bed brush my teeth and then go to work well get dressed and go to work (laughs) don't get dressed at all it's just no i just go to work right like this i woke up like this literally i just brushed my teeth and then i came here no i mean luckily i don't go to work sleep naked then right a blessing a blessing for all of those people there (laughs) (laughs) blessing or a curse i mean they may have some chocolate I mean, thinking, hi, Mr. Supervisor, I heard your favorite color is brown. Yeah, I'm all, that's, that's me all over. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, let's move on to a bit of good and a touch of bad brought to you by nobody because we don't have any sponsors. Um, <laughs> Belmars, do you have any good news this week? Well, good news. Well, besides the fact that some people are getting stimulus checks, so I'm thinking that's something, but it's still doesn't go far enough. So I guess it's kind of like a little bit of good that's silver lining. Um, So far, I think 2021 started hopeful. I mean, being an H-Town girl, Rockets won their game after having a losing streak. So I guess sports-wise, 2021, uh, Rockets winning. Yeah, that's a good thing. And they won without James Harden, right? Because that means leaving, is he not? Well, we're not sure if he's leaving or not, but he is on injury. I think he sprained his ankle. Ah. Toughen up, damn it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't do shit with the sprained ankle. I'd be like, carry me. Um, <laughs> um, I have, like, a bit of good news and bad news. So, apparently, 
the bean what is his name bean dad was trending on twitter and i was like what the fuck does that mean but apparently ken jennings that man who won way too much fucking money on jeopardy um like he had i don't even remember he i think he had a 14 day streak or whatever before he finally lost but like he does a podcast with this man who has a real generic ass name hold on let me find it oh gosh uh being yeah the, the, the he's called, quoted as being bean dead like what the fuck um no 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 what is this man's name um uh, ooh, where is it john roderick See, it's the whitest name I've ever heard. John Roderick. <laughs> John Roderick. Um, uh, he and John Roderick have a podcast together. And John Roderick apparently has been on Twitter in the past saying some anti-Semitic nonsense and some racist nonsense. And so um, now Ken Jennings uh, will possibly not get the job to be the new host of Jeopardy because you can't be tied to anti-Semites and racists and get rewarded anymore because we're, you know, in the 2020s, white man. So I, um, I'm not upset about it because I want uh, LeVar Burton to be the, <laughs> be the new host of Jeopardy. I want the man who 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 hosted my childhood reading rainbow i would like him to be <laughs> so i don't care if he doesn't get the job personally like we who is ken jennings besides a man who just knows a lot of jeopardy lavar burton would be much better so i'm just gonna hop on my lavar burton deserves the world train and i'm gonna say hey ken jennings like fuck you why are you friends with a with a racist you don't deserve anything so um yeah that's that's bad news for everybody who likes ken jennings but great news for the rest of us we're like uh i don't want a racist to host jeopardy um that's besmirching alex trebek's name may he rest in peace so yes that is my good news and bad news for the week so belmars do you want to play shenanigans or do you want to talk about what these people should be doing for new year's for the <laughs> new year first i think probably start with shenanigans and then hopefully that might find a way to tie them together indeed let's see do i have any questions about new years mm. Uh, hmm. Hmm. I don't think so. Let me see. Year. <laughs> I have a question. This is in what year do you believe the world will actually end and how? That is a good question. When would the world actually end? Probably in the year 5000. Because I'm thinking a lot of people think the world will end in certain times. First they said 2000, 2000 and then it was 
2008, then 2012, then 2000, ooh, excuse me, 2020, I'm thinking, probably not in the near future. And a lot, there has been an article that released saying that a lot of the alarmists, like global warming, climate change, saying, oh my God, global war is going to happen by this date, end up as kind of like debunked kind of alarmist. So I'm thinking the world is going to be fine. Yeah, it probably won't end in our lifetime, to be fair. Like, I mean, unless y'all, like, enrage the higher powers any more than you already have, in which case, I'm just saying, like, we had record-breaking uh, hurricanes last year, so I'm just, like, if y'all, there were locusts, like, if you just, if y'all don't get your fucking act together, I don't have time for this, <laughs> like... I don't have time for another goddamn flood because I'm I know I won't be picked. Like who would be? Ooh. Anyway, we don't have time for that. What year will the world actually end and how? Um whenever the sun is set to uh probably uh what the sun is set to go supernova at some yeah. point, is it not? Yeah. Unless the world implodes on itself. I mean at the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse were to believe. I'm thinking would it be the end of the human race? Thinking probably like a plague, but I'm thinking we also got like vaccines and other ways to counteract that, or would it be war? I mean, there's the Geneva Convention, so we're not gonna be like using like biological warfare or like uh, bombs to blow everyone up because we learned that from World War II. Mm -hmm. So, let's yeah. See. I'm gonna go with um. I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go when the sun goes super, which is not for another like what, hundreds of years or something. Hundreds, millions. <clears throat> yeah. So that's probably when it's gonna be, unless like y'all all find a way to kill each other first. <laughs> like I'm gonna go with somewhere far, far, far in the distant future, um, when we're all, when even our great grandkids are no longer alive. Um, and it's going to be because the sun ex explodes unless this, this vaccine turns out to be the start of the zombie apocalypse. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe the walking dead. Well, I had like a weird thought about that last night in the bed. I'm like, what if the vaccine is a zombie apocalypse? I was like, what would I do? I was like, probably die. Cause like, if I went to my family and they already had it. I wouldn't be able to kill them. <laughs> I'd be like, just eat me. <laughs> that would suck. I mean, would I cut down my own family? Well, I guess it depends on the members of the family. But, <laughs> but I guess my own family is going to be pretty hard. Yeah. Other people, I don't care so much about. But my family, difficult. Um, okay. Let's go on to quarantine resolutions for the awful year ahead that's literally what i wrote here <laughs> it probably won't be that awful let's be hopeful guys okay where's the vaccine even though that man from houston was like why the fuck are y'all taking so long with the vaccine <laughs> but still i'd let's be hopeful that it'll be like by the time like springish gets here we'll all be good and i want to like like warn y'all ahead of please get the fucking vaccine please don't be any more anti-vax than you already are get your flu vaccines 
I just got mine, which is very late for me. I usually don't get mine this late, but I got mine yesterday. I was like, fuck, I need to go get my flu vaccine. Yeah. And one, I remember someone mentioned on Twitter thinking, have you noticed that? Well, for me, I haven't catched a cold this year. Usually around this time, I usually get a cold and battle it for a week. I guess using masks, socially distancing actually protects people. So I'm thinking I'm happy I didn't suffer from a winter cold this year. That's true. I also haven't gotten a cold. Thanks for reminding me. I, I've, my allergies have been pretty trash, but that's because Texas weather is trash. Like it can't decide what it wants to be like cold, hot. We don't know, but, um, yeah, I haven't suffered a cold this year. So please everybody get your vaccinations. Um, because I would like to go outside. I would like to be allowed back in the streets. I would like to actually meet some of the people I'm about to match with on. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure probably need to work my way up to like hugging people again. Cause I'm a pretty touchy feely person. Me too. I, well, I don't know. I'm at, it depends. It depends on the person that I, that I'm with. Like, I mean, like with, with each other. Yeah. I feel like we're pretty like touchy feely, but like with our other friends, like one our other friend Kiwi, she's not that touchy feely. Like she's, she like, she jumps when people touch her and I'm like, sorry. Like whenever, if I like, when we were out in public, when she still lived here and I would like, like people would try to get by and I would like nudge her like, or like, like kind of like softly grab her arm to like move her. She would like, she would kind of go like that. And I'd be like, sorry, I just need to, you were, you were my, my bad girl. <laughs> I feel bad every single time. I'm like, whoa, sorry. Um, uh, okay. But anyway. So quarantine resolutions, since um, so this is only for the people who actually care about other people, like y'all, y'all wild people are just going to do whatever the fuck you want. So it's not for you. It's not for you. But uh, since we shouldn't be traveling recreationally and we can't crowd places, like you're thinking to yourself, well, what should I do? I can't be all like, I'm going to go to the gym more because isn't everybody going to do that? Isn't everybody going to crowd the gym? You can't be traveling. Like you can't be like, I want to travel more. Where the fuck are you going to go? Because even if somebody does let you into their country, you're American. Like I'm assuming. <laughs> so they're going to be like, mm, y'all are crazy over there. You're going to have to quarantine for two weeks. So, like, the, do you want to do that? Probably not. So, these are some alternatives that I have found. And then we're going to give you our own versions of them and maybe some recommendations. So, I went on, like, uh, three different restaurants. Re- I said restaurants. <laughs> what we- That's right. Three different restaurants. No, I went on three different websites. Go to housekeeping, country living, and what was the other one I went to? Oh fuck! Where else did I go? Buzzfeed. Uh no, I I did not go to Buzzfeed. I went to Parade. I started to read this Parade, um, what you call it? But let's see. Um, so here the first one I have is build a better budget, and that's from Good Housekeeping. They had like fifty six fucking resolutions, and some of them were kind of like what? But this one, I'm kind of like okay, but this is for people who like actually still have a job and actually still make money right now because uh not everybody is so fortunate um but yeah like if you 
have like some money sitting around or you get the stimulus check and all of your because by the time we're apparently supposed to get it most people will have paid their damn bills let's be really honest here the first of the month has already passed you've already paid your rent your utilities have already probably been due and (laughs) and so you have to pay for that with your own money so you're like i got six hundred dollars what can i do with it um so like uh belmont do you have you ever budgeted well, yes, I have, because I remember back when I was a youngin, I learned how to build a budget, thinking, okay, I have this much money, mm-hmm. and I guess these are much expenses, and I guess as a kid, I didn't have much expenses, but now as an adult, I'm thinking, okay, I have bills to pay, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking, I want to, um, okay, I pay this much in bills, I have Netflix, I have other streaming services Mm -hmm. so and also put place financial goals so you're not just save money and save money like i guess one of my financial goals to probably save up for retirement move out Mm -hmm. and maybe when things start opening up again maybe take a trip but i guess the closest thing for me is probably save up money to move out and they say generally when you move out you want to save like four to six months of expenses so um I use online banking through like, for example, USAA, and they kind of show you like, okay, you spend this, this your spending habits for the month. Mm, that's good. Yeah, so I'm thinking you spend more majority of this in food or, or, <laughs> or like education. Food, leave me alone. Um. <laughs> I'm thinking, and I guess also being realistic, thinking, okay, I can probably cut out some food budget, thinking, mm-hmm. okay, I probably don't need to go out eating every day especially if i can probably save some money like taking food to work right exactly. so one thing is probably learn how to cook so let's say if you're starting from ground zero you don't know anything about cooking probably learn how to cook or if you have a little bit more experience you're more comfortable in the kitchen like pasta pasta lasts for a while mm-hmm. pasta lasts for a while uh what else lasts for a while um I just bought like a whole bunch of soft taco shells because I love bread. Um, but like, um, yeah, I know. I think, uh, do I have a budgeting tip? I just try to save a set amount every month and like for emergencies. So like, I mean, I can't tell. I don't think either of us can tell people how to best use their $600, but if you don't immediately need it, I would say like take at least 200 of it, put it in your savings. And then like the rest, like mm, use it on something maybe that you've always wanted to do, put it towards another goal that you want, that you have for the year. So like, if you wanted to take, Flying lessons. It's probably expensive as fuck. Why is that the first thing I came up with? I mean, there's Flight Simulator, which I think is like $60, but it's a very (laughs) powerful game. And I'm not sure how much the joystick is, but it is realistic. Mm -hmm. Um, It also shows like actual conditions, so you can probably try your best, but it's probably not best to fly through the keyboard. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm thinking that's probably one step if you want to do flying lessons or (laughs) if you want to do like samba class. Yeah, you could take a class. You could if you're if you're I would I read like 
they they said if you're like trying to go into the new year like and do more exercise like it's good to like do different types of exercises like to switch it up so if you have a routine of like running like three miles every day and then like maybe lifting some weights maybe like switch that up and like pay for a kickboxing class like once or twice in a year and then maybe go rock climbing and like another time or like you know like just trying different things like maybe take a pole dancing class I'm probably gonna do that at some point (laughs) this year when (laughs) when things clear up a little bit more and we can go outside a little bit um but yeah like the you could take your money and like do it towards experiences because I think I think a lot, like, you'll see during the list, like, a lot of things that people suggest is, like, decluttering your house. Like, um, like so, like, buying material things is not going to make you, or food is probably not going to help you if, like, your goals are, like, to go on a diet or eat less or go to the gym or whatever. Like, so you're not going to want to spend it. You're going to want to spend it on experiences rather than, like, comfort items which is there's no problem with that because hello just because it's 2021 does not mean like we're still not in a shooting situation (laughs) yeah but i think probably cleaning up probably like a good first place to start because sometimes your outside world kind of reflect of your inside world so because i remember the one of the first things i did for the new year's besides like wound around it's kind of like declutter my room and kind of like marie kundo like half my shit like thinking do i really need this old 2012 transcript no it doesn't spark joy so cleaning so and i guess probably once you're you're one area is more organized you probably feel a sense of accomplishment so you're thinking this is clean probably move on to the next task so probably baby steps to get out of the mess that we're in (laughs) metaphorical and literal yes exactly um one of the other things that good housekeeping suggests is cook one new thing each week i think that an interesting way to go about go about this because especially for the girls who live in like cities that have great food like we know because we live in a city with the best food so like if you like if you if you have a commitment to like go out and try new restaurants or try new places like once a week you can go, you can try a new dish that you've never had before, and then you can attempt to go home and kind of, like, recreate it in your own way. Like, I think that's a fun idea. Like, you can, um, like, say, for instance, you go to a sub, sub classy, like, French restaurant, and you get, like, shit what's a french dish i I never prepare my analogies beforehand i just come <laughs> up with them and i'm like fuck what is a french dish it's it's listen if i seem low energy today it's because i had a two hour ass nap like i woke up and i was like <laughs> i can't take naps like i can't because i'll wake up with a headache and i'll be starving and then i won't regain the energy for some reason <laughs> and i'll just be like Bleh. Well, for example, like one of my favorite foods is pho. So I absolutely love pho. So I'm thinking probably one thing you can probably do is like, okay, what makes a good pho? You need the broth. You're going to need meats. I like, I love seafood and like mostly like in downtown, I can get like the seafood pho. Like locally near me, usually like beef or chicken, unless I go to uh, the island 
exactly so yeah, yeah you can like you can go when you can try to recreate like your favorite dish or a new dish you tried i think that's fun like that it, it improves your cooking repertoire um and like everybody should know how to cook i should have asked those men that at these speed dating like do you know how to cook if you don't know how to cook i, I have i have issues yeah i think it's important because i guess probably put my one of my friend's business out there, like, he's desperate for a girl, and he even asked me, like, oh, can you find me a girl? But he told me, oh, yeah, I don't cook clean, and I hate to eat vegetables. I mean, he's in good shape, and that pisses me the fuck off. But, like, it's gonna, that, my whole thing with that man, because I know who she's talking about, um, he's gonna catch up to him one day. Not eating vegetables, hoe, like, you're doing a detriment to yourself. Ain't no way, like, women today, we don't take a man who doesn't know how to at least clean. You don't have to clean up after yourself. I don't have time. I mean, I at least time. know how to clean, like, or how to do laundry. Because I'm thinking if we're going to be here for the long term, that's yeah. shit important to know. But if I'm just here to hit it and quit, I'm thinking I don't care. I don't care, right. Like, if, so this man is, like, bound for one-night stands or friends with <laughs> benefits relationships, which, I mean, fine, cool speaking of like that your friend needs therapy which i suggest for everyone in the new year therapy good housekeeping um i actually had a thought i think that therapy should be free for children uh like up to like a certain oh i mean i said up to a certain age but i feel like if you're a minor and you had to go through this this is some tough shit you should like therapy should be free for school-aged children and minors for yeah, like an extension sometimes the family because i'm mm -hmm. guessing with a lot of parents depending on the neighborhood they don't they're probably doing the best what they can with what they know how kind of like the whooping system because you know black people thinking oh he's a bad kid needs a whooping and i guess when i think about that like with my brother he we went to like a predominantly black school and say he's a bad kid he needs whooping then we moved to a nicer neighborhood with better teacher like oh no he's not a bad kid he just slightly autistic and have ADD so mm -hmm. he just probably needs to be changed how we address things so I'm thinking mm -hmm. probably sometimes it could be an extension to the families of the possibilities of families interested in like therapy as well yeah definitely i think for family therapy oh girl do you have no idea how badly i want my entire family to go to therapy but like <laughs> only one of them well no i shouldn't say only one of them is willing to do my other brother is kind of he's like i think he would be willing to do it but like mm, these two these two we're about to get to these but these two fire signs in my family they don't want to do shit like, they don't want to do, do shit and i'm just kind of like oh um but yeah i think everybody should consider therapy um i mean regardless if we were in a pandemic or not i would be all like go to therapy you don't have to just go to therapy just because there's something quote unquote wrong with you like a lot of the times i mean nobody gives you a guidebook on how to be an adult right like you're just kind of like you come out of high school and it's like okay well now it's time to like to learn how to make your own decision it's it's like what the fuck nobody i couldn't even see my doctor by myself like a couple months ago and now just because i turned 18 on a piece of paper like you want me to vote and you want me to you want me go to war go to war dude when i found out that and this just shows you like nobody tells you shit when i found out that like a lot of the times 
in order for men to get like scholarships and like financial aid and shit like they have to sign up for the draft i'm like are you fucking kidding me nobody made us do that what the draft this is ridiculous that but that's another topic for another day that requires more um what's the word i'm looking for more research because it's just kind of like that's weird that shit is suspect it's sus but it's like it's like i mean nobody gives you a guidebook for adulthood so you kind of get pushed out into this and like you have to learn as you go and like that requires usually sometimes for you to fuck up and for some people yeah. fuck up like irreversibly in which case that causes trauma occasionally or at the very least it's like it's an anger that kind of just like settles into you like and it like morphs into things that you definitely don't want and then at the same time like you know even if you feel like you're as well adjusted as possible like we're humans being raised by other humans which are inherently flawed and so like even if your parents try your best which most parents who want children do try their best like they still have their own baggage and shit especially like for like millennials who have boomer parents boomer yeah. parents don't believe in going to fucking therapy <laughs> they, don't they don't and i guess probably to be a little bit sympathetic to the boomer because i'm thinking mm-hmm. maybe that ala was probably not available to them like especially right. if you're like of color i'm thinking nah you just need hard work you need jesus right exactly listen people of color solution especially black people is usually jesus like you just need to go to church more and it's just kind of like jesus can only help me so much (laughs) the bible can only help me so much so it's just kind of like i think like therapy you i feel like it, it provides for a lot of people a release that they didn't even know they needed and so right i suggest if you don't really feel like you have the money for it, find some a sliding scale. And usually, like, if you go on websites like Psychology Today and stuff like that, they will tell you if they are a, a therapist that accepts sliding scale um, they're like uh, therapy. like, And then, um, or you can do these online places like... Um, ooh, what's the, what's, what's the one that's really popular? Um... Ooh, now I feel like I have to look it up. Right. Yeah, I'm thinking also to add that therapies also give you a way of like um, interpreting things. So sometimes I remember before I went to therapy, I'm thinking I, I guess anxiety and thinking, oh my God, I'm the worst person in the world. I'm freaking out. And I realized, no, it's probably not. I'm thinking probably logically speaking. I mean, yeah, they're bummed out, mm-hmm. um, but probably don't try to think of the most extreme scenario or if I ask someone to do something for me oh my god this person's gonna hate me I'm thinking probably that's not or if I ask someone of ask of someone I'm thinking I'm probably being bothered so I'm thinking no it's not really being bothersome if you want to ask someone of something so I'm thinking also therapy also gives you a way to like processing your emotions differently 
Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, so it's, it's better help. I forgot. And talk space. Talk space and better help are the ones that I've heard a lot about. There's apparently a place called Faithful Counseling and the little thing is across. So that's for all of you Jesus lovers out there. If, uh, if you, I don't know, like the gist of this place. Let me see. I'm going to press learn more so that we can learn some more. Um, seems like uh they have maybe some faith-based counselors who will get you right with the lord and get you right in your head um just oh no i don't want to register damn and i just wanted to know more about it anyway it's probably what i think it is um there's pride counseling that seems like that's probably for um the girlies who are on the queer spectrum exciting um teen counseling which probably for teenagers and online therapy.com which is very straightforward all right all right so there are some options for people um i can put it in the link the description below if i fucking remember because again like my energy low as fuck like i I swear to god like (laughs) um okay for the next one i have volunteer do you like volunteering belmars yeah i mean i remember back in high school i guess now i haven't but i'm thinking it's probably the perfect time because one thing i do is donate clothes to charity or like goodwill's a good organization and also probably uh, I was talking to my boyfriend the other day, actually today, and he mentioned that sometimes when you look at charities and like when you donate money, sometimes look at uh, their breakdown or how they like, spend their money. Yeah. Like there's some people that spend like 90% of their donations to, you know, actually to the cause. So like 90% of the money goes towards, you know, kids with pediatric cancer versus mm-hmm. like the Red Cross where like 90% of it just goes into like, management and 10 yeah. percent doesn't really go to people exactly. so i would actually love to volunteer because i actually enjoyed some time at the houston food bank back in mm-hmm. 2012 so it's actually been some time yeah since I volunteered my time yeah i i wanted to get out and volunteer last year but like a lot of like i like the food bank too um what else i don't know it's like a lot of the places like when you just do a quick google search especially where we live are in the city and we didn't live in the city uh i didn't live in the city till recently so it's hard to find places like nearby um but yeah i know i think volunteering is really great especially um because of what has been happening um recently so if you can volunteer you should you yeah, should and like find something that you're passionate about go so ahead what were you saying yeah i'm thinking or if you can't you can also donate some time well if you can't donate time you can probably donate money or clothes and there's also women's shelters because yeah. i remember back in high school we were part of pals peer assistance and leadership group and we did like paper run so toilet paper and especially for females or people who menstruate of mm-hmm. all persuasions so i'm thinking like giving feminine products because i don't think all those gets enough donations 
They don't. This year, um, I had like leftover FSA funds, so I spent the remainder of it on just like women's women's hygiene products. And the my mother, my mom, and my dad came down, uh, came up here, I should say, to like do something at the apartment. And like I gave all my donations to her to give to the local shelter over there. And the woman that she called was like, Oh my god, thank you, because like we we definitely are in dire need of those. So it's like. If you're in a situation like that, like where you have the money, like maybe if you get the stimulus check and you're like, oh, I have like, I've spent it on everything that I want. Like, and I have a leftover, like 20, 50, a hundred, like consider donating products like to, to women's shelters. Or like if you, if you're more concerned about homelessness, you can donate, uh, you can like maybe buy like uh medical kits or you can make up like food like perishable food packs to give right. to people like on the side like whatever you feel like you can do like that's i think that's really important um god i need like a pick me up i'm gonna get some damn wine <laughs> 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 we're gonna pause really quick because i <laughs> am uh, out of it. we're gonna pause hold on all right, let's next one. If you hear the click clacking of my rings against something, it's in against the wine glass because the girl is it's watermelon flavored. Watermelon, uh, what is this? Uh, Stella Rosa. My huh? What did you say? So that's I'm thinking because I thought about with the new hobbies, and now I'm probably jumping the gun a little bit because one thing we are is actually making some more wine, and it's going to be a black cherry wine. So I'm thinking once that's done, I'll give you a bottle. Um, yeah, uh, my brother made a joke the other day. He's like, Stella Rosa is definitely a wine for black people. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, it doesn't even count. And I'm like, what do you mean? This has. Let me see. What's what's the alcohol content in here? Five percent. By by by. I mean that's not bad. Yeah. You'll get drunker off of wine than you will off of beer. Yum. Okay. Anyway. Uh, fuck. Um. This is listen to novels while you work out. Now I was like, hmm. They claim that it will pass the time quicker when you know you're lifting weights and pumping iron and trying to avoid like good looking people's gaze in the gym (laughs) you're on the treadmill you just listen to a novel i feel like more people need to read i when i tell you like belmars back me up on this do you feel like only when when you ask like when you meet new people and you're making new friends and you meet women, and you're like, do you read? It's They're like, yes. And when you meet men, they're like, no. <laughs> yeah, because I find that more women <laughs> read for fun or, or listen to audiobooks. And it's just like, why? Like, why? Well, you know what? I will say this. I don't know if this technically counts, though. There was a guy that I talked to on speed dating, and he said he read webtoons, which I don't think entirely counts. Like, do, but I'm like, do you read, like, books, books? There was another guy who read books, but he wasn't attractive. But I mean, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, why don't y'all motherfuckers read? That's <laughs> all I'm asking. Why don't y'all read? Well, I guess it depends what they read. Unless it's like a hobby, thinking, oh, I'm going to read about 
building computers and repairing cars and things right yeah like when i was in college i had a whole bunch of dude friends which i don't know how the fuck that happened but whatever (laughs) because i don't have any like i'm not close to any of them now and i don't really have any guy friends that i'm really close to now but like all of them were like i don't read like except textbooks and even then and i'm just like textbooks are the most boring thing to read like why don't you pick something interesting like the fuck why don't y'all read like you don't read the news even you don't read articles like you don't that's weird to me why the fuck don't y'all read (laughs) i mean whether it's nonfiction or fiction i mean i actually got a book well two books about true crime one bit based on my favorite uh podcast the last podcast on the left uh so i get to read more about serial killers and i also have another book about serial killers and one about uh bret hart and i still it's an older book but it's about wrestling i mean i'm not too into wrestling now but it's interesting to read mm-hmm. i mean yeah like broaden your horizons like i have a book i still have to read it it's children of blood and bone it was very popular last year i think Mm. and it's about the main characters of black people side note um for the new year what i would like y'all to do like in the media or new year's resolution please make less movies television shows whatever with white people as the stars (laughs) that's what i would like because I remember what brought this about. So like last, like late last year, I think there's a musical called prom, um, that got turned into a movie that had all these like star, like Meryl Streep was in it. Um, James Corden was in it. Um, somebody else was really famous was in it i don't remember there was like oh 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 olivia pope what the fuck is her real name uh carrie washington carrie washington was in it oh key keegan keegan michael key he was in it keegan michael yeah 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 he was in it but like my thing was the thing that i didn't like was i was like okay cool carrie washington keegan michael that's great but like carrie washington was apparently like so i mean there's no spoilers this you can see this in the trailer i haven't seen it but like this girl wants to ask her girlfriend i guess to prom this white girl wants to ask her girlfriend to prom and uh, olivia pope plays uh this character who i guess is like head of the school board or something and she's like no and i'm like the fuck (laughs) and this is not this is not set in like the like the 80s the 90s or the whatever this is set now and like i I think they're in a small ass town or something a small ass town that apparently has a very diverse group of people which doesn't make any sense to me but whatever it's so like but she's like no right she's like i won't allow prom is canceled she cancels all of prom because this white girl is like i want to take my girlfriend to prom so like the white girl makes a sad little video it goes viral on the internet and then her three fairy godmothers aka james corden meryl streep and some other white woman whose name i forgot show up to help her put on a prom i guess like as a fuck you to olivia pope i don't know but (laughs) like but like my whole thing about it was i was like uh, the fuck why <laughs> why why would anyone do this <laughs> why would he- first of all why olivia pope why would olivia pope ever <laughs> like y'all like 
I won't let any children have happiness. <laughs> no fucking problem for you kids. And I'm like, and for one second of all, why is it the girl, the white girl has, I think the, the girl looks like she's Indian or like, I don't know. Like she, she's not white. She's a person of color. Right. But still, I was just kind of like, so a white girl cries on the internet because she can't have prom and three other white people, older white people just show up to help her have a prom. I'm like, okay. Like, I guess white women tears cure cancer. That's what, and that's what I'm saying. And I said to myself as a, a side note, like, I'm not saying like I don't ever want y'all to make movies that star white people again. I would just like less of them. <laughs> like I would just like less of them. Like I would just like less. So we can just have them as a token white friend. <laughs> it's just like yeah. Like can we have a movie where there's a whole bunch of people of color and like one white person? That would be interesting to me. Like I would like to. I, I'm gonna be like Monique. I would like to see it. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Peele did said um, he's never going to make a movie with a main character as a white person because he said we already seen that movie before. Right. So all the movie he's going to make is to have a main character as a black person, which I'm happy about. And I really like the fact that most of his movies, um, uh, Us, uh, Get Out, yeah. and mo- new movie that's supposed to come out, I think, in 2020, maybe they delayed it, Candyman. Mm-hmm. Uh, right all of them shows dark-skinned black people because i personally like the candy man movies because it's horror mm-hmm. but it's kind of like if you keep his name out of your mouth he won't mess with you it's very cool. black horror like if you just mind your business you wouldn't have these problems <laughs> like it's very like it's very a response to like what we've all been saying like when the black person dies first in the movie we're like that would have never happened in real life because we know to mind our own damn business exactly. <laughs> so don't say Candyman five times in the mirror and of course so i'm excited for that movie if it ever comes out so because jordan peele is a producer but they have a black woman directing them yeah, I think she said, like, it has to come out in the theaters. Like, I think I heard, like, her say a statement. Like, she's like, oh, y'all gonna see it in theater. Like, we're not, we're delaying it because you must watch it in a theater. And I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm like, okay, Black Lady, like, you, just, you do yeah. what you want. I mean, I like the dark remix to Say My Name. I'm thinking, okay. I love when they do remixes for these movies. It's great. Like when they did, what was it for? Was that for us? I got five on it. Yeah, I was like, I'm thinking, goddamn, damn. So I love it. Um, but just like, yeah, like I'm, I feel like I would have been more compelled to see the movie if it had been reversed. Like the main character was the person, the like the girlfriend of color, and she was like, oh. Olivia Pope is being mean to me and she won't let me go to prom with my white girlfriend. Like, please help. I probably would have seen it. It, pro- it would have been the exact same movie, except it would have been centered on her experience. And I would have felt worse for her because it's like, I mean, like, I'm not, she, again, she looked like she was so- like South Asian or, and, or like, like Pakistani or like whatever. But like, as a person of color, I know that like your parents probably don't approve of you a being gay and b dating a white girl so like yeah you're also a woman so it's kind of like that compounded identity which we don't always see enough of right exactly i would 
killed it. Well, I would see I would see that movie. If they literally would just would have reversed the roles, like I would have been like, oh, I'll watch this. <laughs> but they didn't. I would I even would have been okay with them having like three white people to come save the day, even though I hate white heroism. But like uh-huh. Yeah, but like if you had just reversed it to where the I would have watched that movie. So I need y'all to please like make movies that aren't gonna bore me to fucking tears because it's literally the same thing over and over. There's a white person, they don't get what they want, they're sad, and I'm supposed to feel bad for them. And it's just kind of like okay, but like I mean, like, yes, like, and I told myself like because last week's episode when I went on that uh, like tirade about white people like I thought back (laughs) about it last time and I was like in the new year I want to talk less about y'all I want to talk less about white people because like y'all don't deserve this much of my attention or my power like power from me and I I do want to say that like I'm not I'm prejudiced because of like all of the the shit compounded from last year has made it worse. The yeah. fact that you white like you majority white honkies like voted for Donald Trump into office and you let him have all these shenanigans and then Black Lives Matter that did not help with my prejudice, but I don't ever want to be racist. So I don't I do want to say like I do want to amend my statement from last week and make it clear that I don't think all white people are the scum of the earth like that's not true I know there are decent white people out there but the ones that make the loudest noise you have to admit are literally the worst ones. <laughs> thinking white people that call other white people that's great because I'm thinking as a black person I call out problematic black people as well exactly. so I keep the same energy. So I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking, but I can't be racist. I have white friends. I'm like 20% white, <laughs> but I'm thinking, yeah, that shouldn't be an excuse. Right. That it, shouldn't be an excuse because I'm thinking having a white friend or white spouse doesn't mean you're open to white issues of white America. But yeah, so get yourself, get your shit together, white people. I don't hate you. I mean, yeah. just be we aware do. of the privilege you guys have. Yeah. I think what I don't I don't think that either one of us hate white people. I think we're just sick and tired of all of y'all's bullshit. Yeah, we're just tired of white people shit, not white people. Exactly, not white people in general. I we're just tired of white people shit. Sorry, like, I, and when if we make just sweeping generalization about like our bad, like we don't mean to say all of y'all are, but like, I need y'all to. Do- to take i need you to take accountability for when y'all have a shitty white person just like black people will take accountability for a shitty black person and then immediately exile them from the <laughs> just like we do with candace owens and fucking kanye west and like the okay cancel we, r kelly r kelly and he is the pie piper i'm thinking step i mean no more stepping in the name of love no believe back and fight and i fucking love space jam Exactly. I do. I love Space Jam as well, but guess what? I hate R. Kelly more. So like, I just, I will skip over that song every time Michael Jordan makes that, like, I will mute the television every time he makes that, like, just goal winning, that, that game winning to like, I was about to say touchdown, like a, like a fucking new, that game winning <laughs> across the court jump. Yes. Anyway, let's we get back to the next song, but yes, moving on. Moving on. Um, Explore new hobbies is on my list. I 
think it's good because I'm thinking with this quarantine act again more adventurous and I realized I'm actually pretty good at like bleaching shirts so I'm actually going to try and bleach and tie-dye shirts because I have this black TLC shirt and this black hoodie with ice cube on it so I'm thinking I'm actually going to experiment with like bleaching and also I've learned to make cards it's just from like levels to card stock when making cards I got yeah. like glitter ones so I'm thinking probably get in touch with the creative side which is a great outlet for different things yeah I agree um I I too what if I I'm trying to think of I mean I made shenanigans this quarantine which okay. was exciting uh, I really want to get more into and this is probably more of like a career-oriented thing because like I'm not really like a social media girl honestly like I don't think I'm boring I just feel like I uh, I will I am not the type and this is also why I'd be the worst famous person ever because I'm not the type of person to like generate scandal or some shit like I think the only thing that would get me in trouble is my mouth like I would say something I may like one day say something like I can imagine like if we were ever famous one day and people came back to these episodes, they'd be like, oh, but Nikki Alley said this is one time. And then but I like I, I wouldn't even like I wouldn't even bullshit. I'd be like, yeah, I said that shit and it was bad. And let me tell you now that I don't feel that way anymore. And let me tell you the reasons that I've changed. Like, I wouldn't even give you anything. Like, y'all would be all like, you're the worst. And I'd be like, I am the fucking worst. Let me, what's the reasons why? Like, I, like, I, I would be the worst famous person ever. Like, because I'd be all like, I'm not going to deny anything, like, or your feelings or invalidate you. Like, if that's how you feel that's how you feel if you think i'm trash like please don't continue to patronize me like yeah what am i gonna do but like that's the only thing like my mouth would get me in trouble because i'd say something probably not the right way and then i'd have to come back and be like oh no i meant this but mm -hmm. i don't feel like i have i don't feel like i have trash enough of enough opinions to be a, a like <laughs> a decent like scandal generating celebrity like I don't like I love like the, the I'm a I'm an ally of the queer community I could probably be a better one but like I uh I I'm trying to be better to white people even though y'all frustrate me uh I, I'm not racist towards any people of color I don't think uh, other people of color like Yes, uh, opening up so maybe I might do something thinking oh spirit animals so if you say oh that's kind of like appropriate in Native American culture I'm thinking okay okay I, and then I will dog walk myself I'll be like well that was a that was I won't ever say spirit animals again there you go right, right. like so it's just kind of I appreciate other cultures like I'm like it's really it's hard for me to think of a way that I would so I'm trying to figure out a way to be wholesome on social media while still cursing like a sailor. Do <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Cursing a lot. Like, you're bad for the kids. I'm thinking I put a, like a label on me. Warning, not for kids. I'm not for, yeah, like, yeah, I think I'm, so I'm trying to, like, find an identity on social media, like, but at the same time, I don't know if I want to be that popular. Because I don't want people in my business. <laughs> like That is true. I mean, unless you're like Beyonce, who like controls her image like crazy. Yes. Yeah. And imagine the amount of work that takes. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, not even, I mean, what's the worst thing you can say about Beyonce? Like, a bad weave. I mean, okay, she might have her downside, but most of the time she looks flawless. Exactly, especially in, re- like, well, la- I don't think, like, I've seen an outfit of Beyonce's in the last five years that I would be all like, that was a bad choice. Well, A, because, like, I'm not a fashion girl, but B, like, the fuck? Beyonce makes trends. Beyonce doesn't follow trends. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, I, I don't know. I have to, I don't, I'm trying to learn more about social media and algorithms and, like, figuring out how to make an identity on and be more consistent. I think that's, like, that should be my word for the year is consistency because I'm great at starting shit. I'm an initiator sign, but like not at finishing shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I probably like post something once every like weeks <laughs> on like That's social me. media. So I'm thinking to do like selfies or anything. I'm thinking, no, just like random like shit I'm just interested in. <laughs> yeah. So I think like that, that's probably a hobby that I'll explore um uh like in in the same vein as like fashion and stuff like that there's a thing that says try switching up your style now technically good housekeeping has it as like a new look or something and they were talking about hair but that's boring as fuck everybody already did that the first half of 2020 that's why all the hair dye was fucking gone from the store (laughs) because everybody was dyeing their hair because they were having a crisis and cutting their own hair because they were having a a whole crisis but um yeah like i think instead of like trying to cut or dye your hair or something like it's a new year so maybe like buy some different clothing like 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 try a different style like i would like to buy some risqueer clothing like i say risque because like my catholic mother would never right (laughs) (laughs) But like, yeah, I have a conservative thought. Like, you're wearing shorts, so I'm thinking, right? Probably, go on. Yeah, thinking so. I'm thinking, yeah, I do like to switch up the style. I probably switch it up to like skirts because I do want to dress a little bit more girly. But also, in my job, I have to have my legs covered, so mostly everything comes with leggings. Yeah, because. So, but then once you go for to, to the night, you just rip the leggings off in the parking lot because that's. <laughs> That's what you should do. And then you just have a skirt and like a, a, all them legs just nice and long. Um, yeah, like I would like to do like crop tops maybe or um, I don't know, like I, or like maybe some like I don't I don't know. Like DVs or? Like DVs would be nice. Yeah, like just something a little it's like I don't want to say like clothing is ever distasteful, like, but maybe something just a little like, oh, hello, I'm I'm looking and I'm like a peep window. Yeah, like a peep, a boob window. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, but like just something a little bit more like not like so i want to buy some pieces that are a little bit more or like style up some pieces in like ways that i've never done you know what i'm saying so yeah, that like could be a new life to it, like a belt or some mm-hmm. jewelry mm-hmm, exactly so i think with switching up your style i mean if you want to do your hair cool but like i mean everybody's already done that so maybe buy some new clothes like if you can or like just style the clothing you already have a little differently or you know you could if you're if you are makeup inclined you could start um new makeup things like if you're used excuse me if you're used to going like heavy on the makeup 
maybe go for a more natural look maybe play with your eyes i like eyeshadow i'm thinking about getting some cream eyeshadow and like trying to do like you know like eyeliner now i'm i'm taking baby steps because yeah. the girl is not like <laughs> me i do like to experiment with my hair i'm thinking oh i never tried this weave or if you never try weave maybe you want to dip your toe into the weave i mean i never did a lace front i am curious about it but i'm thinking anything that's a protective style that protects my natural hair texture because sometimes around this year it can get a little bit cold and i want to grow out my hair long so Mm -hmm. i'm thinking like braids and different things and i'm guessing and also the controversial point like should white people be able to wear like braids cornrows and twists um that's a good question um i don't think like i think the problem that people have with white people wearing uh traditionally black styles like things that we came up with is that um you, there's no appreciation for the fact that it came from us first. So, like, the whole thing with cultural appropriation is you not acknowledging that, like, this did not come from Kylie or Jenner or, like, Kim Kardashian or, like, any of those culture-stealing heifers. <laughs> like, it didn't come from any of these people. And heifers is a gender-neutral term. So, like, that's for anybody. Just in yeah. case you needed a new insult. Heifers is gender-neutral. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's it's the fact that, like, you're not acknowledging that it came from our culture. Like, there's a there's there's stories behind it. Like, my mom used to, like, when she did my hair, she would braid it, like, every Sunday. And apparently that goes, like, way back to like I heard I don't even remember what podcast this was but like they were talking about how that happened a lot in like I want to say like when slavery was still prominent like mothers would do their daughter's hair like in braids kind of as like a protective style or whatever on like Sundays or or something like that they would just kind of sit down and do it um and there was a reason behind it and I can't remember what it was and it's gonna bother the fuck out of me but it was it had something to do with like I want to say it had something to do with kind of like protecting the hair um but also like it may have been because of like like you know like easy management like it wasn't going to it took they sat down and they took the time for that long so that their hair would stay nice for like the rest of the week like that was the day that you did that and like my mom usually did my hair on Sundays so it's just kind of like there's stories and there's cultural significance behind this that you're just kind of washing all down the drain where you're like look at my box braids like no bitch like there's (laughs) there's a whole like history behind this that you're just kind of throwing out the door when you say oh my god I love that like kylie jenner is wearing cornrows like i can't believe she invented a new style like no girl she took that from somebody else columbusing it she's columbusing the fuck out of things and so it's like i don't have a problem with i don't really have a problem with it like there some people can pull it off and some people can't though let's be let's be let's be clear Cause there are some white people who will dread it up and I'll be like, Ooh girl, like, are you taking care of those properly? 
<laughs> this is like they don't look right on your head and it's like some hair is not meant to be dreaded some hair right. is not meant to be braided like if you have it's for thicker hair right. if you have thinner weaker hair like you should not be corn rowing because your hair is gonna fucking fall out right and then you're gonna look at us like what the fuck did you like no but you didn't do your research <laughs> you, you shouldn't have done it so yeah i don't personally have a problem with it but if you look crazy you look crazy <laughs> and if you are trying to like pretend like you know if you're not going to educate yourself on these black styles and understand that you need to have like a respect for it then you shouldn't be doing it that's that's right. my thing like i don't have a problem with it do you have a do you have a problem with it i mean me personally no i'm thinking i guess from the point of view of health that uh as long as you're taking care of it because sometimes braids can be too tight and mm -hmm. like rip out your hair so i'm thinking uh -huh. probably be careful with that if you are going to get braids and cornrows and i guess like you said before, I'm thinking as long as you have a respect for the culture and where it comes from, not just saying, I discovered a new hair. So I'm thinking now we've been doing that for like decades, probably even centuries. Yeah. So I'm thinking as long as you still have the respect for it and make sure that you're taking care of your own scalp when you wear braids, I have no problem with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, the last things I kind of have are take walks and then try something new each month. I actually really like try something new each month because I used to do, I didn't do it for 2020, but like in 2019, I did this thing where like every single month I would try to challenge myself to do something else. Right. Like, so one year I had a challenge to like buy a sex toy. That was how I got my, my favorite, my favorite vibrator in February is because I pulled that one for February and I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like it was like you be, I pulled, I wrote down the year, like the month, like in December, like, okay, here are all the things that I would like to do. Sometimes it would be more than 12 things and I would write it down and I put it in a bin and I like shake it up. And then every month I would pick something and I would challenge myself to complete it. So you could do something like that. I think that's fun. Um, how would you do a Belmars? Like, how would you? Well, I guess probably range from something big to small, I guess, try something new each month. I'm thinking probably could be anything small, like try a new hair product, because I am experimenting mm -hmm. with different hair products. My hair is pretty low porous, so I actually heard my recommendation of Sienna Naturals, which is like a Black-owned company, mm -hmm. uh, and one of the sponsors is Issa Rae, so I'm thinking, hmm, okay, probably need to check that out or try a different hairstyle, and I guess also just do a new activity so i'm thinking probably do different forms of exercise so i'm probably gonna start with weightlifting or yoga because i'm as flexible as a stick and i have tight hips right me too <laughs> i i need to get into yoga as well <laughs> so probably like hip-hop well if there's trap yoga in houston i probably need to check it out because my sister went to back in her Dillard days, like met the uh, use, uh, I think they're either in the same sorority or they went, they were part of the same class uh, who made trap yoga. So I'm thinking that's pretty cool. So I'm thinking could be a different activity, probably a different restaurant, or just probably be a little bit more comfortable by yourself. Mm -hmm. Or probably try to meet new friends. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty hard to do in a pandemic, but I think you probably do something small like a new activity. Yeah. or a new food or something that you never thought you would try yeah i i i think i think so too i think 
um there was this one one of them suggested joining clubs like joining like like meetup like you know and stuff like that and like obviously be careful of that because you don't want to but like there's like virtual clubs like you could get into like forums for different people and you can meet people that way um i find that like i actually i think speed dating is kind of fun just because like i meet like really interesting people a lot of the people that i meet through that program like are actually very lovely like i I have i've only had a problem one time and um that man was immediately exiled from the program and so like i mean like yeah like just do different i met people last year before the pandemic i met a lot of people through um uh, it's called general assembly and i think they're all around the country um yeah so like like there there's tons of forums and ways for you to meet new people and for you to try new things every month i i agree with belmars with like the idea of like trying new things every month um activity especially activities i think those are those are really important i think everybody should try to get out at least once a month like because being in your house stir crazy like it's like so do something like that isn't doesn't involve like going to the store or something like the grocery store or whatever like like again like i said like take walks if you live in a city like a metropolitan area like we kind of do like you can take a walk like and like you know like see what's happening around your neighborhood or whatever take your taser though that's what i do um um and then like yeah like go to trap yoga i think there's a trap bingo in uh houston as well so that's like yeah go to like i mean we have we have a lot we have art installations well we used to but we had art installations every month here like uh one i went to once october 2019 they had like a it was really cool it was like a a light kind of show with like orbs and stuff and it looked really awesome so if like or like if museums are hosting like uh different like specials every month or something or different like exhibits like experience your city i think that's really important um because you never know like one day somebody might want to come visit and you you don't want to be the person to be like oh there's nothing to do here there is like you just haven't gone out to find it you know what i'm saying so yeah okay you want to take a break real quick melon bars yeah oh, blah 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 i'm not drunk i just can't talk right now <laughs> okay we're gonna take a break i'm gonna go do i want more wine i don't fucking know we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back <laughs> so belmars we're gonna do something fun now all right what would you like to do let's see i know i don't have have anything for fuck Mary kill or you can probably do reddit advice you could do reddit advice for the girls do we have let me think does um well it would be great if like my screens would fucking detach from each other but they won't red no, i found one that's what that's lighthearted. thank Ooh. you how would you feel about your so baking you cookies and then buns cakes etc for your birthday or anniversary cheesy or a good idea 
So thank you. I was planning on baking on cinnamon buns on a heart-shaped pan for my boyfriend as a small gift for our fourth year anniversary. He has a sweet tooth like me, but I'm sure if it's too cheesy. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think I will be dating you. <laughs> but I'm thinking that, I mean, it does sound cheesy, but I think it's cute. I think it's cute, too. Like, anybody who, anybody who will make me something, I love. Like, dinner, dessert. Like, our friend Kiwi, like, likes to make us presents. I love them. Like, she made Julie Brock's one year. I love it. Like, this, because it means that you thought about it and you took, like, time and effort. That's what I'm saying. I don't appreciate, like, when people buy me shit, but, like, when you make something, like, that's a lot of effort. And even if you don't think it comes out to be the greatest thing, like, it's still thoughtful. So, I like it. Yeah, I think it'll be a great idea, especially been together for four years. I say go for it. Mm. Um, and definitely I did something similar, well, for my boyfriend. Well, never in a heart-shaped pan. I tried making him some uh, churros once. Because mm-hmm. uh, I thought, okay, since he's Mexican, I'm thinking try this Mexican recipe and make him some churros. Um, he said it was a little bit salty because I use salted butter when I cook. Mm. For- unsalted butter but he said it was delicious okay nice let's see found out my husband likes a cross dress after we got married and now my attraction to him is dot 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 different okay i'm a 28 year old straight woman and my husband is a 30 year old straight man after we got married he revealed to me that he likes cross dress sometimes and shave his legs I love him so much, but I'm just not attracted to him when he dressed as a woman. I don't think there's anything wrong with cross-dressing. People can do whatever they want. I just don't know how to tell him not attracted to him when he's in women's clothing. Maybe I'm a bad person. Am I judgmental and small-minded? I really can't talk to with it anyway because I know it's his deepest secret. You can go first if you would like. Hmm. That's definitely a lot to uh, unpack. So I'm thinking probably it's something because I'm guessing there's probably on his side, there's probably like a degree of truth. I mean, well, trust, not truth, but a degree mm-hmm. of trust to reveal that deepest, darkest secret about him. I'm thinking, I'm not sure how long they've been together before they got married, but uh, uh, that's quite, I don't think it's probably bad. Just thinking, tell him like, it's fine that he wants to uh, cross-dress, but probably tell him that I'm probably not sexually attractive. Like personally, he doesn't do anything for me. But I have nothing against you doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, like, I mean, does he, like, I, I mean, we won't know. But, like, unless he's asking you to have sex while he's in women's clothing, like, I don't think. and Or, like, he brought the topic of conversation up because he wants, like, your attraction. I think more so than anything um i don't think he i don't think he brought it up so he could get sexual gratification from it right because he he would have framed the conversation that way he would have been like hey just so you know i like to cross-dress occasionally and i like it even better when i get fucked when i'm cross-dressed right like (laughs) i he didn't say that because she or i assume because she didn't mention that so i would just tell him like i mean if you feel like um, I don't, I don't want to say she shouldn't tell him because like you should tell him just in case 
that is something that he's I'm not saying he's not like trying to get sexual gratification out of it I think I think he was just nervous about it because the fact that you he didn't tell you before you got married is very like it's I'm not gonna say it's a red flag but it's like a like why would he do that he either did that because he didn't want you to leave him which is not a good thing like he should have brought that if this is a major part of his life he should have brought that up to you before you got married but at the same token I can empathize with him in saying like if that's like a thing that you've been rejected for before like you don't want you don't want you like he was probably afraid of opening up to you about that in case you did go that's disgusting I don't want to be with you anymore especially like if he but he told you obviously because he feels like you know he wanted to be honest so I feel like you should be honest with him and be like hey if you do like if you did like you know want to like get busy or whatever you did want me to feel attracted to you while you're like I don't I'm totally okay with it I just don't find you to be like I'm not into that like I'm not sexually aroused by that and it doesn't have to be anything like you don't and you don't have to feel like a jerk you like what you like right as long as like and I was thinking about this the other day, like sexual preferences are such like a touchy thing. Yeah. Now that people are being more open about it, because there's like, there's a difference between having like a sexual preference and then fetishizing something, right? And what you don't ever want to do is to fetishize something like yeah. fetishize, like, for instance, like a lot of black women get fetishized by other races of men. Um, because people have like a, they just take stereotypes and they build this ideal woman in their head, like this ideal fantasy in their head of, um, of a black woman, since we're on that topic, um, that they're going to be a freaking bad and right. like, they're going to, um, they're going to, all of them are thick and like yeah. all of them are, uh, just like the best, at, you know, like whatever, like they'll just they they have like these certain sets of ideas about black women not taking into account like there's an entire like group of us and we're not all the same right you know so I think I don't think there's anything wrong with her like not being sexually attracted to that and I don't think she should be feel bad about it unless she feels like it's coming from a place of malice and misintention right like right you know, like you, there's nothing in you that says like you have to be attracted to um, a man who identifies as a man who's wearing women's clothing. Like there's nothing that says you should be attracted to that. Um, so I feel like, again, like I feel like unless you're coming at it up from a place of like, like you, that's disgusting, which it doesn't sound like she is, then you're fine. Like, and you just need to tell him that like straight up, like, hey, um, you know like I'm just I'm not attracted to you when you wear women's clothing I'm not telling you to stop like I just like in case you ever like got the idea that I wanted like something like that out of like when you're doing that and it's a conversation and it can be a conversation and it will open up you know for y'all to talk more about it so that's important yeah, yeah. now I'm gonna I have another one that's longer but it's a little bit uh not safe for work go ahead Okay, it is fucked up. 
and say it's not safe for work. My fiance shared a disturbing fantasy, and now I'm questioning everything. Okay. Okay. My, she, I'm guessing it's a guy, or I'm guessing a woman, 28. Fiance, he's a male, 30, have been together for eight years, and overall, we have a great relationship. We're best friends and are open with each other and pretty much everything. This weekend, we were spending the time together having a few drinks and smoking weed. We eventually end up going to the bedroom and start having sex. During sex, he's doing me from behind. He said something that's completely caught me off guard. I'm even having trouble typing it out. He said he was imagining me sucking my brother's dick while he was fucking me. He then said that him and my brother would switch positions as we both come so fast as soon as they did. He then came within 30 seconds saying that. As soon as he said it, I was in such shock, basically just laid still until it was all over. Afterwards, I rolled over and couldn't look at him. He was immediately asked if I was upset. I said I was a little upset and completely threw me out of the mood. A huge understatement. He said he was sorry and said he was cross-faded and he felt bad. I think he could tell I was still upset and he apologized a few more times throughout the night. I eventually just said everything is fine because I was still pretty tipsy and couldn't even get my brain around what ha had happened. Now, it's been over a day and I feel like my mind is still spinning. Besides my fiance, my brother is my best friend. We grew up in a bad home, so I took care of him and, and a lot growing up and I feel like a maternal entity to protect him. Now I feel weird about seeing him in the same room as my fiance is grossing out wonder what my fiance's fantasy is. I also feel violated like I was forced into this gross fantasy. I brought with him again today and at first he tried to downplay the whole thing say he felt like he's just convicting him a thought crime. I explained to him that I wasn't condemning him for his thoughts but for roping me to something that was disturbing to me without my consent. He then switched gears and said he'd been apologetic saying he wasn't thinking he was sorry and he would do anything to make it right. I like advice on what to do from here. I don't even know how to feel about the whole thing. Is this at all normal or something anyone else experienced? I feel ashamed and alone. I'm also terrified that you're going to say I shouldn't get, shouldn't be getting married. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, do you want to go first or should I? <laughs> I like you I go first. Okay. Um, so I want to start by saying like incest is not like uh, uncommon. Like there are a lot of people whether they like are siblings or cousins or whatever themselves that are okay with it but and then there's a lot of people like i've been i've been watching a lot of the cut truth or drink videos and like the ones where they do twins like the twins all the time are like do you know how many people have asked us to have like a threesome with them and i'm just kind of like that's weird <laughs> that's weird yeah. like but like and i mean like there are it's a whole subgenre of porn, like where people just like are in incest fantasies. I'm not saying, on the one hand, I'm not saying that I'm okay with it. I'm just saying that it's normal. Me, like personally speaking, never. I don't care how hot you or your brother is or you or your sister. I'm not having sex with both of y'all. It's fucking weird. And if you're going to me, like, it's weird to me, like, because, like, y'all, like, are, are y'all related? Like, that, no. Yeah. Like, so, I, I mean, I would, but at the same token, I don't want to sit here and be all, like, I mean, what you, like, what you, what you like is what you like. Yeah. Um... Oh, I think she's totally valid in feeling like, um, 
that's like I'm not comfortable with that because it's you and your brother like like you said even if even if you didn't raise your brother like that would make sense that would be like if somebody had a sexual fantasy about me and one of my brothers or something I'd be like that's ew (laughs) it's gross I think it's also even grosser that's doing while they're in the act yeah I'm thinking that's kind of fucked up and then, like, it's also weird to me that you never, like, that you decided to do it right then and there. Of course, he was, like, drunk. And so, probably, so he's probably, like, looser lips or whatever. Drunk, what is it? Drunk mind speaks sober heart or something. Yeah. So, he definitely picked the wrong time. Like, if you wanted to talk about that sort of thing, like, you should have done it. You should have admitted it when you were sober. Um, so she's valid in feeling like that. I think it's, it's going like a taste too far to be all like, um, I feel like you, for him, for her to tell him that she feels like he dragged her into a gross fantasy. I mean, people are attracted to who they're attracted to, and sometimes you can't you can't like totally control the thoughts and things that you're attracted to. That's, I mean, the things that you find sexually pleasing are in response a lot of the times to the way that you were brought up or sometimes even to trauma. Like it goes back to psychology. Like you, I mean, like I apparently have a praise kink. Okay. I'm just going to put that out there. (laughs) I, because like, it like I it I didn't really get praised that often when I was younger. And so like when I hear it, like I want to do more to get more of it. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, so that's a response directly to the way that I was raised. I didn't get praised a lot. And so when I do, I'm like, oh, it's a rush of endorphins. I'm like, I want more of it. And so I think that. I don't think that you should get married until you nip this in the bud, right? Because just telling him, hey, you need to stop is not going to make him stop. Like, because again, that's something that psychologically he's attracted to. And you can't just turn that off, like a lot of the times. Like, if that's what you've been born and bred and or a trauma response or whatever it is, if that's what it is, and that's what it is. So you need to go either he needs or both either he needs to go to individual counseling um if it's that much of a problem for you first you need to have a discussion and talk about how you've made it clear this is a problem for you but is this enough of a problem for him to where he will um he will stop that like he he won't have that sort of like those sorts of fantasies any longer is it enough of a problem for him is it enough of a deal breaker for you for you to say no i'm leaving or is it enough of a problem for him to say okay i'll i'll go see somebody about this right and it seems like they've been together for a long time so and they and he is afraid of probably breaking up with them so i'm guessing i guess kind of like the sudden cost fallacy of like i spend this much so much time with this person so i have to stay with them for some reason or else it's been a waste of time so I'm thinking it probably is something you probably need to sit down and 
think about so probably like you said individual therapy because i'm guessing it's gonna be hard to get past that i'm thinking because if i was in her shoes and i was with someone for like eight years and they said oh i imagine you uh while i'm hitting you from behind that you were doing your brother i'm thinking it's it's kind of messed up uh it's gonna be hard for me to get over that shit yeah um, so yeah i'm thinking probably something about him what i'm thinking what about this fantasy that turns my like is it like a humiliation fantasy thing or is it like a group thing so i guess probably like analyze why a certain part of that fantasy is like a turn on for him that's a good point like to find the root of the fantasy is it that you're interested in incest or is it that you're interested in group sex and you just find my brother and I attractive and it turned into mid morphed into incest from there. Like what? Yeah. I mean, from what it seems like the brother, well, he is imagining interacting with the brother, the brother with the sister. So I'm thinking it's like kind of being part of that fantasy or so. Yeah. I'm thinking probably if you do want this to work, probably like go to couples therapy and just analyze what about that fantasy works for him. I'm thinking, okay. So like, for me, I guess it's authority figures because I guess I'm pretty submissive in certain parts of my life because I always like to follow the leader or in other aspects of my life, I'm pretty assertive. So I'm guessing probably I analyze and thinking probably that authority figure. I mean, would I actually do an authority figure? Oh, hell no. Because I know, mm -hmm. logically speaking, uh, it's probably not good professionally for me so I'm just thinking mm -hmm. probably just that dominance that I'm more attracted to than anything else so I'm thinking probably could just be like dissect that fantasy with figure out what's up with that so yeah. yeah is it yeah like like you said is it the dominance thing is it does he have like a thing for like the mommy complex like is <laughs> like in in relation to her uh relationship with her brother because like it, I'm assuming he knows like the way that they basically were raised and like the way that they grew up so like is it a mommy thing for him is it a group sex thing for him is it yeah you need to really figure out the root of that like like issue like why why he yeah why he's turned on by that and then see if you can work from there and if it's revealed that it is incest or it is something that's a deal breaker for you i think you need to seriously consider like especially if he's not going to make the proper steps to like you know work on that Ooh, somebody just did like a, a skid outside anyway like <laughs> you're not gonna like work on if he's not gonna work on that properly um yeah, yeah yeah and also work on his timing thinking why would this be a good time because i'm thinking is this something in the past that he shared while you guys were intimate because i'm guessing eight years and i'm guessing they're not waiting until marriage to do this stuff um so i do have a question thinking okay did he share these fantasies before like in the middle of them thinking oh i like how you look from behind and thinking okay and doing it from behind thinking okay that's praise that's fine thinking oh we should probably do this in a car or something. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking, okay, not that bad idea. Kind of sharing it now. I'm thinking, because so, I'm thinking it's kind of off in left field. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, y'all have some stuff to work on, but everybody does. But yeah, like you just have to decide how big of a deal is this for you? And 
is this something that y'all can come back from or not? Yeah. It's as simple as that. Okay, do you want to do one more or are you good? Okay. If there's sees there's any one more. I have one about um something something two 17 year olds. These are really young and one of them is feeling pressured. I guess this is a female. Yeah, she the girl is feeling pressured to start a relationship with her guy best friend and she doesn't want to. Okay. Um so okay, let's read this one. I'm going to read it on my big screen so you're going to look at the side of my face. Um, she's a 17-year-old girl. She's a senior in high school. She has a guy best friend who's also 17 who lives three hours away. Um, they're in Alabama. Oh, Jesus, not Alabama. Hmm. Backwards-ass uh, <laughs> backwards state. Well, they've been friends since a mutual friend moved from his high school and introduced us a little over a year ago. At one point in the past summer, six, eight months ago, I had a crush on him. His Snapchats have been flirty for several weeks, and last week he confessed that he really likes me and wants to start a relationship. She doesn't know how to navigate, and she doesn't sure she still likes him and was worried about trying to talk about it without being face-to-face, so she put it off. However, before school starts back, a couple of our friends and them are supposed to meet up for a couple of days at one of the lake houses and they'll, they'll be face-to-face. However, from the flirty things, the pics, and what he's implied, 98% for sure he definitely thinks I like him a lot too, and he's expecting some of these sexual romance to go out and we meet up. Unfortunately, she's pretty certain that her crush from a few months ago is gone, and she's not looking to get involved. She's really busy. She's never really done typical teenage stuff. Amen, girl. Neither did I. Um, with anyone and the idea of it all, it scares her. She's had such fleeting crushes on guys she's um at, she said she's had such a fleeting question on guys she's actually started wondering if she's on the asexuality spectrum because she's not actually interested in doing anything um uh she knows for certain she doesn't want to hook up and she's worried if he goes through with it um that the different expectations are going to make it all badly she doesn't want to have to show up and have to deal with it that there would be pressure he didn't doing anything so she has to talk to him before she goes and explain this isn't what i want to do and if we're not on the same page maybe it would be best for her not to go at all if she, we have any tips or a good way to tell him that she's not interested now and she's not comfortable share them save the friendship they've been good friends for a while um and she's like yeah she's like basically she's panicking so any tips that we that people have would be great I'm thinking, well, of course, I never did typical teenage things, and I guess talking from personal experience, um, if you don't feel comfortable doing a relationship, you don't have to force it, because I'm thinking high school's really not forever, and there are other experiences. Yep. It's true. I mean, it's, if you feel like, well... (sighs) I always look at way too deep too into stuff. Like they don't even be providing this information, but I'm like the fact that she says, like she emphasizes the fact that she feels like she'll be pressured to do something like multiple times. I don't like, I don't know if this is something that you feel like your friends are going to pressure you to do or the boy is going to pressure you to do. But regardless, I feel like if you feel like the ultimate, you know, your friends, do you not? Like, I feel like if you think that the ultimate thing that's going to go down and teenagers are kind of dumb and they will like peer pressure each other without thinking twice about it you know a lot of the times so if you feel like something is going to go down and you don't want to do it then just don't go right like 
because what you don't want to do is put yourself in this and this sucks like that like men and boys will just like get to to do these things to you make you uncomfortable and like you will be left at the with the shitty end of the stick like the short end of the stick to where you will have to sacrifice your happiness and your fun and your whatever because you don't want to be put in a situation where like things could go wrong so i i think ultimately you should you shouldn't put yourself in that situation um i don't know if you can if you feel like you have to, I mean, she says she wants to tell him face to face, but she doesn't think it'll go well if she does. Baby, it's not going to go well either way. Like if yeah. you tell him over the phone, or you tell him face to face, it's not going to, if he likes you as much as you claim he does, and you feel like he's going to pressure you into doing something, he doesn't sound like that great of a guy. That's all I'm going to say. And so he's probably not going to react the best. Like, you know, because... Uh, like teenage uh, teenage boys don't react the best to like getting rejected regardless because it's just kind of like they haven't heard that many rejections yet like older men are where they'll just be like okay bye like they'll move on or whatever um so I feel like I mean I would just kind of do it over the phone you don't owe this boy anything he's like like I know y'all are friends but like if you feel like you're in legitimate like danger of being pressured into a situation that you don't want to go into you don't need to even give the like probability a chance to like make that happen so I feel like you need you just need to not go you need to call him and be like hey I've decided I'm not going to come to the lake house this weekend because x y and z um I hope you can understand like I just I don't really I don't like you that way anymore and I'm sorry if like I came off that way in the beginning but I realized that like may I might be going through so like if you wanted to like reveal that sort of thing to him like that you're you feel like you're maybe a little asexual you can like hey I feel like I'm going through some things you know like I don't know if I'm sexually attracted to people I don't I don't want to do anything with you and I don't want to give you the wrong idea um wham bam thank you ma'am if he has a problem with it block his ass right like a good friend (laughs) yeah like just like i wouldn't i wouldn't even tempt fate like that in order in in going there and telling him face to face but if you feel like you really have to if you can drive i feel like you drive down there you tell him face to face and then you immediately get your ass out of there right like you don't stay if he has a bad reaction or you feel like always follow your instinct if you feel like something is about to go down you leave immediately right because the last thing i want to see is some headline about a girl getting god knows what done to her at a lake house in alabama i don't i i don't wish that on anybody so yeah my 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 a plan is just to tell them over the phone and not go right or through snapchat or whatever have you exactly so yay (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay um i think that's it i think that's it guys yeah well hope you guys are having give you some ideas for the new year um and hopefully we'll be a better thing going on than 2020 which was a mess i mean there was some silver lining to 2020 but overall it's just a dumpster fire 
the dumpster fire and we're all that dog in that meme who's just sitting at the table like this is fine (laughs) oh my god (laughs) um do you have any um do what what's happening this week belmars what are your plans for the week ahead well really nothing much just chill i mean we're about to go do the nasa lights which was definitely in our neighborhood but we're thinking you know what it'd probably just be better if we just wait to the end of the year so mostly just chill and uh probably try and do my hobby so i'm gonna experiment with some bleach on some clothes uh and also when you experiment with bleach make sure you wear safety glasses because bleach can burn the hell out of your eyesight that's right and probably wear white Yes, or clothes you don't care about getting bleached. Yeah, and then you can bleach those afterward. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a date on Wednesday. Oh. Oh, I have a date on Wednesday. Um, I'm realizing the area of my... I am meeting him at, like, a place, like... It's like a bar, like, but it's like 20 something minutes away and I'm kind of irritated. Like the girl asked me like to pick a place and I didn't. And so I guess he picked a place and I guess this is closer to him. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have picked somewhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I have to drive, uh, but it's fine. I need to get out. Um, But I have a date on Wednesday. Wish me luck. Yay. Thank you. Um, And then um, I still haven't. I gotten my matches from New Year's Eve, so hopefully that happens Monday as well. I'm hoping to wake up tomorrow and I have matches from speed dating on New Year's Eve and also a stimulus check. <laughs> I'm hoping for a stimulus check too. If not, twisted tea. Actually, and also need to taste some twisted tea because that must be one hell of an ad campaign. <laughs> right, like we'll twisted tea the hell out of Mitch McConnell. Um, fight me on that, uh, FBI. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah, I know that's Wednesday. And then I I might go down there on y'all side of town cuz I need to pick up chairs. <laughs> My mommy kind of got chairs, so I I might come down there at some point this coming weekend. So yeah. I might do some more true crime cuz I did watch the HBO special Heaven's Gate: The Cults of Cults. Mom. It's really interesting. <laughs> I bet it is. I mean, girl, uh, you know that is not my thing, but I love to hear you talk about things that you love. So, if <laughs> you want to talk about things, we can. So, and I'll have all the questions. I'll be like, I have. I'll probably be making some jokes. I guess one thing is that both the people are from Texas. So, the co founders, so I'm thinking, taught at St. Thomas. So, he went from like, choir director to cult leader i mean i think if he was born in a different time he'll be fine i mean he liked to do yoga and he liked ufos and he was bisexual i mean if he was born in a different time who knows he might have been different probably like but instead he's a cult leader so i guess we'll <laughs> just we'll hear about that uh maybe next week i don't know we'll have to have a discussion about like what we're gonna talk about we need to plan topics out for the month. Listen, I need I I'm gonna write. I I usually last year I picked a word for the year and it was established and I think I accomplished that. So uh, this year I'm gonna pick consistency and I'm gonna write it all across this fucking uh uh 
apartment so that I see it constantly so that maybe I can be (laughs) (laughs) so that's right so at one point expect a bombardment of of text messages or or Facebook messages Belmar because I'm gonna be like should we talk about this should we talk about this I don't know right and my year is investment health and wealth so I'm thinking and my year of health and wealth everyone please take care of each other indeed please i'm gonna be like lesser hulk take care of yourselves and each other um yeah everybody please 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 god we're up to three hundred and fifty thousand. i'm really just i'm tired please 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 let it be over soon yeah, so hopefully open everyone up with covid well mm-hmm. the vaccine and just socially distance and wear a mask mm-hmm. and vitamin c yeah vitamin c it's good all right belmars thanks everybody for watching follow us on social media it's gonna be in the description box below um you can follow me on instagram ladyblurred underscore 94 at instagram and that's also the same for my handle on uh snapchat Shit, I'm forgetting my social medias. <laughs> right? We're not consistent enough on social media to just remember what it is. Um, my Twitter is Nikki Alley Muse. Um, my Instagram, I don't know why you'd want to look at it, but my Instagram is Nikki Alley G. Um, and yeah, those are the only two you need to know because I don't have no Snapchat. I've never had Snapchat. I don't think I, you can't see my face, but like, not really a, I'm not really a girl who serves you face. So. oh gracious uh yeah everybody have a good week uh see you next time bye bye